Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. It's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to a best of edition of The Brendan Show.
These best of episodes feature training that I have done live, sometimes online to tens of thousands of people, or live on stage where I was speaking on some stages across the world. Or these might be some of my monthly training programs and highlights of those that I do every single month with our monthly students. So I know you're going to really enjoy these because these are a little bit more of a, a deep dive look at some of my training as a personal and professional development trainer. You know, I focus so much on helping you find that deeper level of motivation and start practicing some of those high performance habits. Well, you hear me talk about many of those concepts in these special episodes here. These are my best of trainings only and exclusively right here on The Brendan Show. So I hope you enjoyed them. Please know that as you hear me speak in many of these, you'll hear me reference something because sometimes I'll have been training live or on video or on stage or through a broadcast. So you might not be able to see something I'm suggesting or motioning tool or maybe even drawing out on a, on a flip chart or motioning towards on a presentation, but you'll get the gist of it. So make sure you bust out your journal, take some good notes here because this is really valuable insights on the mindset or the strategies that you need to adopt in order to improve your life. And if you want to go and get more content like this, but much more deeper and have more of an interactive relationship with me in this type of training, make sure you join our high performance monthly training program. That's our monthly subscription program where I go live with you and our uh, high performance students every single month. And I train on a new topic or a new piece of research that we've created from the High Performance Institute. And I train on that. And then I do Q&A and actual live coaching and interactive coaching with people every single month. That's called High Performance Monthly. And you can access it at brendan.com forward slash monthly. That's brendan.com forward slash monthly, B-R-E-N-D-O-N.com forward slash monthly to get deeper dive training similar to this. So if you like this, you would love that training program. But without further ado, let's jump in right now to one of the Brendan Show's best of trainings. If we can better position you as a leader in your space, if we can better equip you to know how to lead others effectively, and if we can ultimately all move together as a community to higher levels of service, game changer. Many of you are like me. You're trying to make a big difference in the world, and in doing that, you've got to figure out leadership messaging. So if you're trying to persuade people to follow you, join your team, invest in you, buy from you, believe in you, what's the messaging that will position you as a leader in your field, but also influence people with all those mental triggers we know that it takes for you to persuade and motivate and lead. What's going on in your leadership life? You know, what's going on for you? Uh, do you already have a team or do you just need to get a team? If you have a team, whether that's one virtual assistant or they're leading literally thousands of employees, when they're doing that, you know, they've got different struggles than maybe you have when you have one person. So what I want you to do is, as much as leadership can be this big, you know, pie in the sky concept, I really want you to be thinking about the questions you have. You know, when you're trying to start a movement, you're trying to lead a team, you're trying to make more money, you're trying to, you know, motivate and influence the people around you. What are the questions you have about that right now? For some of you, that's incredibly personal because, you know, sometimes leadership, that really comes down to leading with your family. You know, sometimes leadership, 
that comes down to a conversation that isn't just about you know, a conceptual basis, it's really about my family struggling to follow my values, Brendan. How do I better lead my family? Sometimes for you, it's about your team. They're, they're doing good, but you feel like, you know, they're kind of performing at a level that's really below the expectations that you have. Well, how do you address that without sounding like an ass? You know, it's like, you guys suck. Maybe not the best leadership messaging, right? So some of you, we've got to change maybe your style or your approach or your messaging. And some of you, Look, you're a solopreneur, you're a thought leader, you're, you're, you're trying to, you know, you're, maybe you don't have a big team, but you're trying to galvanize a community. And leadership plays to all of that. And I can share with you now, having had the blessings over this last 20 years to focus on this area, there are some things you're gonna have to learn today that will be uncomfortable, that you won't want to do, and there's some things that you're going to have to do to start those movements, to shift your family, to improve the team. And I promise you, that's not going to be easy work. In the human story, there's only two narratives. There is struggle and there is progress. And everyone can understand your struggles and everyone can understand your progress, even at the top heights. And if you ever get in a place where you say, well, no one understands me, that's only because your ego has taken over the world. There's seven billion people on the planet. Someone understands you. Someone's been there, someone has done that, and frankly, someone is above you right now. Someone is outworking you right now, out-earning you right now, doing better than you. So no matter where you're at with your million followers or your five or your 10, and if you're someone who's saying, well, they don't understand me, that's your ego getting in the way. And today, there'll be a lot of discussions about ego because right now, in, in a culture that is driven so much by narcissism and ego, we're having a lot of people failing to address the world with compassion. We're failing to have leaders who are coming from a place of heart who actually think about service versus self-interest. And if any of this resonates with you, it's not just because of the current political climate in the US or worldwide. It, it, it's been there, I mean, go read leadership texts from 50 years ago and 100 years ago ego and superiority and these complexes that we'll talk about today, they, they, they've always been the thing derailing so many potentially great people. Some of these things that trip you up, they're always issues, they're part of the human narrative. And our job as leaders is to start questioning how we think, how we serve, how we talk to other people so that we can elevate the conversation in the world to create a world that is more kind and compassionate, to create a world that is more collaborative and to create a world for those reasons, so that we all rise together versus keep going to war, starting conflict, or you know, basically creating stereotypes. All of this work we're gonna do today. Right, when we start talking about leadership, there's gonna be three concentric circles that we'll be talking about all day long. Number one is the self, that's you as the leader. I gotta dig into your head a little bit. We gotta work on your mindset. We have to change the way that you view your role. We have to give you some phrases to remember as you're leading others so that it's not just about you. But at the same time, if we're gonna really succeed as leaders, we've gotta develop your levels of clarity about who you are what's important to you, how you wanna lead. We also have to develop your sense of confidence. 
as a leader. Because look, when I tell you to go start a movement, that's kind of intimidating. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's not, it's not so much today because everyone wants to start a movement or change the world or make a huge difference. But the reality is that brings up a lot of stuff. We got to talk about your shadows and we got to talk about the thing that brings light from you to the world. And that's not just esoteric conversation. There's parts of you that suck and you have to address those as a leader. I can't tell you how many times I've been literally in a Fortune 500 meeting with the senior executive teams and I have to interrupt and say, I'm sorry, uh, what you just said is really rude. Let's all take a beat. And everyone's like, oh my God. Because you know what? Sometimes who you are today is not sufficient to lead to the next level. And that's not being mean. That's just saying, look, we got to find those parts of you that are gonna derail you when it comes time to lead larger movements, lead teams, inspire the next level results from your own self and team. There's a lot going on here. And as you're writing your journal, I'd love you to think about today as a theme, what are the things about you that you already know prevent you from leading at the levels you're capable of? Like what do you already know about yourself that gets in the way? Right, what are those weaknesses? What are those difficult sort of mindsets or thinking patterns or practices that you know hurts you? Like already, what do you know about yourself that diminishes your power to lead? I really want you to think about that throughout the day. And I know you're like, geez, Brendan, when's, you know, can, can, can we have some motivation here? <laughs> I know that doesn't sound incredibly great, but look, the, there's a myth right now and there's a lot of feel good stuff in the leadership space that just says, you know, focus on your strengths all the time. And I'm like, I don't know. If you've heard me address this concept in the last couple of years, it's not just a theoretical standpoint where I believe that somebody's strengths isn't the correlative edge that helps them reach high performance or higher levels of leadership. It's that as I've coached so many people, it's become a truism that sometimes you shouldn't make your mission or your purpose in life bow down to your limited human strengths. This whole idea that you should take some assessment and just focus on your strengths as if that's going to be enough to help you make your ultimate dent in the universe is not true. You're gonna to have to change and you're gonna to have to get better. And every great leader in the modern era who's achieved extraordinary results had to get the same thing. I mean, you look at some people who, who really came from one perspective, one area of strengths and had to develop into another to get better. And now you're talking about the icons of the world, right? When you think about uh, Mark Zuckerberg and creating Facebook, Mark was a very different person at the very beginning of Facebook than he is today. He had to address his weaknesses and his challenges and his compulsions to be able to rise to a person that could serve at a different level. And whether of your opinion of that particular personality or not, you just have to realize if we always said is that let's just, ampl let's just do our strengths all day, that is not sufficient to serve at your next level. We're going to have to see where you're not good. We're going to have to evaluate where you're insufficient. And you're gonna to have to have the boldness to claim that. I've had to do the same thing. Uh, throughout my life, I always have to go, you know what, I suck at this area over here. And I wouldn't beat myself up or get down on myself. I'd just be honest. You know, the first tenet 
of leadership is honesty of self. To not just know thyself and trust thyself, but to imagine thyself better and work into that. That's the first tenet of leadership. To know thyself, be honest with thyself, and to imagine thyself better. And to have the accountability for your people, for your mission, for your service, to move out of your comforts, which are usually your strengths as of today, and go to another level of service by addressing both by amplifying your strengths, but also addressing those biggest weaknesses. Because you have the strongest ship in the world, but one hole at the bottom of that thing takes the whole thing underwater. So we've got to address, what are you not good at that you already know? I promise today, in this four hours, here's some motivation for you. In our four hours today, I'm going to help you point out your weaknesses. I'm going to help you find the things that you're not good at and that have been diminishing your ability to succeed at other levels. And I know that's easy to say, well, geez, what a useful, you know, time of my weekend. <laughs> you know, I know it might not sound motivating, but look, what got you here may not get you there. And the whole argument that you should just leverage your innate strengths. Well, first, I don't believe any innate strengths ever led anybody to long-term high performance, particularly as a leader. It's just not true. Because if it's innate, means you were born with it. That means the same strengths that you had at 12 years old are gonna be the things that take you to the next level at 40 years old? Forgive me, as a person who's now in his 40s, I can share with you, that's just not true. What was sufficient and strong in me as a teenager is not the things that are required of me now to lead a global movement. And I'm sure you can resonate with that too. So for your journal, I know you've been writing a lot. Right, just, I mean, just keep writing, keep writing. If you're walking around the house right now or around the office and you're watching something else or doing something else or trying social media, I promise you're doing a disservice to yourself right now. And that's one of the things we might have to address. Your ability to focus immediately at the task at hand to develop yourself. And that's what we're doing here. So quit all the other stuff and literally get out. Now, I don't want you to type along with me I want you to have a journal and be writing words on a piece of paper in a journal. If you don't have that, you're just gonna create another file that goes somewhere that you never see again. I want you to really write and think through this process because a lot of leadership comes down from the focus of self-reflection. What else do we know? Well, the bigger picture too is that this entire huge social interaction that is leadership. How do you treat people? How do you challenge people? How do you coach people? How do you deal with team dynamics when you're not even there, right? Many of you know uh, who are here, you lead companies or you lead teams where you're absent most of the week and they're having to be self-sustaining. How do you create this entire social environment where sometimes you're here and there's an overlap and sometimes you're out there? You know, a lot of my big clients, they're not even with their teams. They're on the road, they're traveling, they're going from one business unit in one city to another. So there's a sense of, yeah, you're a big part of leadership but there's another big part of leadership that extends well beyond you. 
How do you empower this entire team, group, organization, environment to survive and thrive without you? That's real leadership, right? That's, that's probably the original connotation of leadership going back, you know, 2000 BC, you know, when you had people like Confucius and Lao Tzu saying that the ultimate measure of some way of a leader is that the people say, we did it ourselves. Like that's that whole connotation of Greenleaf's methodology of servant leadership, that the great leaders aren't really just the charismatic guys up front browbeating people, you know, to succeed, motivating to succeed, or, you know, using carrot and the stick. The real leaders don't need the carrot. They don't need the stick. They're not even there. It's by their messaging, their influence, and the culture that they have shaped that they step out and the team runs itself at high-performing levels. That's when you know you're a real leader. Can your team run itself without you micromanaging, without you pushing all the dials, without you doing everything? And I don't pretend any of that's easy. In my company and multiple companies that I lead or that I invest in, I can share with you, that's always been a challenge. Like, how do I take Brendan and separate him from how this company is growing? That's not easy. And so I don't pretend to have all the answers again today. My job is to get you thinking bigger, to bring you back into the concepts that you can evaluate yourself and where you're at, and that you can start doing better. So let's think for a moment. What's deficient or challenging with your team right now? What are they not good at? Where are they struggling? Where do you see room for improvement with them? Let's start thinking about that. And I know you might say, well, Brendan, why aren't you just starting with all, this, you know, all the good stuff? Because you know what, you already know some of the good stuff. And we'll get to that when we talk about motivating and, and finding moments of appreciation and gratitude and those things like that. But because I'm lucky to have a global community with us right now, I wanna just get right to it. What are we struggling with right now with your team? Because if we can't frame it with that, we're just not gonna be sure exactly what to work on. So let's get down to that. What's struggling? Now, for some of you, you might go, I don't have any social interaction with a team. And I go, well, do you have an Instagram account? Do you have Facebook? Because that's social interaction every single day. There's a message under that social interaction. Yep, in social media, that counts. But watch how often you see throughout certain times of the year, the leadership messaging picks up. Because leadership messaging isn't just about what you say, there's timing of it. Like if you see what happens in like, for example, in the upcoming months for us in our accounts, you go, I get it now. It's how you go from a million to five. It's like what got you there is not gonna be sufficient to take you to the next level. You can't just be like, I guess I should do more, you know, selfies, <laughs> you know, right? There's gotta be a change in your messaging here, just like there has to be a change in your mindset here. You follow? You gotta change your mindset to be a leader and identify where you're deficient there, but you gotta change the messaging that you've had with your own team and others too. And then ultimately, big, 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 big picture is service. Leadership is really the interaction of all of these things, right? It's who you are, it's 
how you treat and lead other people, but also engage them to lead and treat other people. And ultimately, it's about, well, what are you doing together? And that's what I think a lot of people lack with their teams. They're more focused on what their team is doing than what they are doing together. Make sense? So they come in and they manage and they go, what are you doing? Why aren't you more efficient? Why aren't we making more money? Why didn't we hit our numbers? This, that, that, and all the why is ultimately diminishment or task management. Either, why didn't you do that? That's one leadership style. Or, why aren't we hitting these numbers? That's another one. But that's forgetting, why are you doing what you are doing? As a leader, you need to insert that more often, right? If you've been on my, uh, you know, my email list for a long time, you always see that it's, it's pretty regular for me to finish emails and saying, the world needs you. The world needs this from you. Here's why. Let's get it. Let's do it, right? It's always pulling us together. It's saying, you're important, right? Other people need you. The world needs us. Let's go. It's inherent in almost all of my videos over a period of time. If you watch it, there's always this underlying theme of service. And I would say, if anything uh, that has helped me, it's been that. But they don't even ever talk about love. They never talk about volunteering. They never talk about service to others. They never talk about compassion in difficult times. They're focused on like how to learn some one specific thing faster. They're focused on the tactics. They're focused on the tools. They're focused on all the myopic things, which by the way, are important to performance enhancement. And they're missing the entire reason that we exist. The entire reason that brings meaning and joy and connection to us. And I would say that if anything, why I've been able to, to outpace, it's only because of that. So I'm just trying to show you, because many of you who followed me for long, that's what's underlying so much of my work. We have an opportunity to make a real difference. And when I say that, I don't say make a difference just to make money. I say, that's why we're here. That's the whole point of it. You know, even myself, I mean, the greatest turning point of my life, a car accident, I learned that we all ask, did I matter at the end of our lives? And it's not gonna be about how many selfies we took, it's not even gonna be about just how great my family is. It's gonna be about, did I contribute something that was beyond my own self-interest? Where that self-interest was my further, my achievements, or my self-interest was my own family? Did I do something in this world? And we're gonna ask that. All right, my friend, I hope that you enjoyed that best of episode. Was that inspiring? Were you fired up? Did you love it? If you did, make sure you do me a favor. Go out on social media somewhere and share that episode. You know, just go out, post it somewhere, post yourself listening to it. Make sure you hashtag The Brendan Show because when you do that, I can look you up and we can find you on Instagram and post that on the social media. And sometimes we do all expense paid trips to people we find. We just randomly select people. We send them gifts, autograph books, swag, t-shirts, all expense paid trips to some of my seminars. So make sure you, you let us know. Share what you thought about this episode out there on the social media worlds and then we can find you and celebrate you and also I would love to invite you to join us in our high performance monthly program so just go to brendan.com forward slash monthly that's brendan.com forward slash monthly that's where we do deeper dive trainings like you just heard but we do that every single month 
and there's some live Q&A there, and I do some giveaways, and we give students in that monthly program tickets to my seminars and some extra special training on leadership. So make sure to check it out at brendan.com forward slash monthly. I appreciate you being part of this community of so many people dedicated to finding that deeper drive of motivation and practicing high performance habits so that they can become extraordinary in their careers, in your personal life, in your health. You can live an extraordinary quality of life. And sometimes you just need a little bit more training and a little bit more nudge, a little more energy, a little bit more drive and consistency. And I'm hoping that being part of this community with The Brendan Show, I'm providing that to you in some way. So thank you, my friend, for listening. I look forward to seeing you or listening with you on the next episode of The B-R-E-N-D-O-N Show. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me, or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses, or where I go live in my membership areas, or how I accept money online, now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? 
You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, it's Brendan. And I wanna tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple of years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they'd recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in, I've got paying members coming in, I've got all these different products or courses or programs, and, and they've always had these different logins, they've been all over the place. Now with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post, I can post, we can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio, so can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own not an option, too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.